Good morning, ladies. Such happy faces today. Good, I'm glad. So I'm going to talk about um, fostering individuality within your happy home. And as you can see from this picture, I'm in the unique situation of being an identical twin. So individuality is something that I've had to work on my whole life. Um, If you go to the next slide, you'll see why I'm just uh, an expert in individuality. I had to text my twin sister and ask which one was me in the picture to put it up this morning. So you can read our exchange. Um, I'm, and you can see that I work on these kind of things late at night. <laughs> um, but you can see that we both agree that we're pretty sure she's the one on the right and I'm the one on the left. But really, the only way we can tell is that when we were three years old, she was hit by a shopping cart at a grocery store. Like literally the person hit and ran her out of the grocery store. And she has a big scar right here. So that's the only way we can tell who's who. Um, In all seriousness, though, my mom, well, our mom, made a very concerted effort to treat us as individuals. Um, In that picture, we are dressed alike, which she did for um, holidays and, like, church. But um, that was 4th of July. But literally, like, from a very young age, she let us pick our own clothes. And we typically didn't dress alike as a way of fostering our... um, own individuality. So moving along, three key points about individuality in your happy home are first, find your child's strengths and help develop them. Second, make sure they are your child's actual gifts and not the ones you want for them. I'm guilty of that already. And third, help your child understand how their gifts can be used for the greater good in the body of Christ. So finding your child's strengths and helping develop them. Romans 12, 4 through 8 says, For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching... The one who exhorts in his exhortation, which we'll get to in a minute. I had to look that one up. The one who contributes in generosity. The one who leads with zeal. The one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. And you might be asking, okay, well, what kind of traits should I be looking for in my child? A good starting point is the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, and 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Which of these describes your child? There may be more than one. These are traits with which God blesses us to be used according to his purpose. And it may seem harder to do this with young children, but personality traits and strengths start to make themselves known from a young age. For example, my older daughter, Macy, has always been joyful. Um, especially once we got past like the first three months colicky phase. Um, both my mom and my mother-in-law would constantly tell me what a joyful baby she was. I really didn't have any baby to compare her to, so I just thought it was like the grandmas being like, oh yeah, she's perfect. <laughs> but um, then when she was just over one, she uh, got diagnosed with a serious health issue, and it took months and months to diagnose her, and she was in and out of the hospital. And we saw probably 20 or 30 doctors during that time. Well, a lot of them would come back to visit her even after she was out of their care. And one time I asked two of them who were visiting why. 
they kept coming back when I'm sure they were very busy. And they said that she brought them joy in the middle of their difficult days. Sorry, it's a little hard to talk about. And they, um, they said that personally it did them good. So while they loved seeing her and seeing her doing better over time, selfishly, they liked the joy she brought to their day. Well, last year, when she was in pre-K-3, her school was doing Fruit of the Spirit Awards. My husband and I were um, on vacation in Ireland. It was our fifth wedding anniversary and our first time ever leaving our kids, so my mom had them. And she did not call us once the whole trip. We called every day, but she never called us, except one day. She called to say that the school was giving out Fruit of the Spirit Awards, and she just knew that Macy was going to get joy. Well, the next week when we came back, lo and behold, Macy was awarded the Joy Award, and my mom could not contain her excitement, especially about being right. So <laughs> so even at three and up until then, you know, that was a, a strength that she um, has exhibited. So I would suggest making a list of your child's strengths as they become known to you and then add to the list as they grow older. And of course, some things may change over time. Um, celebrate these strengths with your child when you notice them. Secondly, make sure they are your child's actual strengths and not the ones you want for them. 1 Corinthians 12, 14 through 20 says, For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, then that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it less any part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts and yet one body. So for example, you may be an outgoing person and want this trait for your child, but they may be more introverted. There is nothing wrong with your child having traits different from your own. God designed both of you according to his purpose, and he will use that particular trait in each of you for his glory. The same goes for siblings. An older child may be gifted with self-control. Don't base your expectations for your other children and solely on the experience with your oldest child. Their strengths may lie elsewhere. So going back to my twin sister and I for just a minute, um, of course we looked exactly like growing up. We look slightly different now. You'll see a picture at the end, you know, just like hair color and that kind of stuff. But... um, but people always treated us as if we were the same person. Like our teachers would call us McGowan, which is my maiden name, as opposed to ever even bothering to figure out which one was which of us. Yes, it was, it was made some fun identity issues as I got older. But, um, but our family knew and those close to us knew that our personalities were completely different. So we're best friends to this day. We texted this morning. She has a newborn, so it's 4 a.m. in California and 7 for me, but we were still able to talk because she was up. Um, And like I said, while we're best friends, our personalities are very different. So when we were young, we have um, siblings that are much older than us. So our sibling, we were like a surprise 10, 13, and 18 years later compared to our siblings. So, um, So everyone had an idea of what our future careers would be. We both ended up at them, which is funny to me. I don't know if it was a chicken before the egg or we went where they said, but, um, but she always wanted to be a kindergarten teacher, and my family always told me that I should be a lawyer. Um, 
I personally thought that the kindergarten teacher would be the worst job in the world. And I know that sounds funny to say standing up here before you um, (laughs) talking about kids. And I have two of my own whom I love very much. But as a kid, I'm like, that job would be terrible. And the reason why is because I have zero patience. Like that is not a virtue God blessed me with. But my twin sister, I think she got all those genes. Like he gave them all to her and forgot to give me any. So I thought that'd be the worst job, but she has always been patient, even when we were children. And for me, I had to try to look what uh, virtue would count for lawyer. Um, The Bible typically doesn't show lawyers in the best light, but um, (laughs) just saying, but my mom would always call it lovingly when I was growing up, my overdeveloped sense of justice. I was that kid who, while respectfully most of the time, argued until I was blue in the face when I thought something was unjust, whether it was my bedtime or later on my curfew, or that a fellow student got in trouble for something that was not their fault, I just could not keep my mouth shut. So going back to Romans 12.8, which I mentioned we would get back to in a minute, exhortation, I looked it up, exhort means to strongly encourage or urge someone to do something. So that must be the gift God gave me, exhortation. So anyways, Dr. Shafali Sabari says, when you parent, it's crucial to realize you are not raising a mini-me, but a spirit thriving with its own signature. All right, so the third point is help your child understand how their gifts can be used for the greater good in the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 14.26 says, What then, brothers, when you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Let all things be done for building up. And 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. When you notice your child exhibiting a particular strength or aptitude, let them know. If they don't know what it means, Hello, exhortation. Explain it to them. Provide examples of how they can use that trait to bless others. For example, if your child exhibits kindness, explain to them how they can bless another child on the playground by befriending them if they're alone or they're new. Also explain to them that it's okay that their individual strengths may be different from other strengths. God has a plan and a purpose for each of us, and we can combine our strengths to build each other up as the body of Christ. Lucock, I don't know why it's not working. Halford Lucock, a Methodist minister and professor of homiletics at Yale University, once said, No one can whistle a symphony. It takes the whole orchestra to play it. Other practical ways to foster individuality in your happy home. First, spend one on one time with your child or with each child if you have more than one. This will help you get to see their unique qualities at work, and you can tailor the time spent to their interests. So for one child, you might spend that time doing soccer drills, and another child you might take to the library or read books together. Um, Secondly, help your child get involved in an activity that piques their interest. So, um, for example, if your son likes animals, he could volunteer at a local animal shelter. Even if his reason for doing it is that he likes animals, it will help foster both service and kindness within him. And give your children opportunities to make choices. I think this is an important one and something I'm having to learn to do as I go along. So when they're young, it might be small things like letting them pick out their own clothes. Um, 
And this may not be possible every day with school uniforms or dress code, but you could pick a day like we do Saturday, and my daughter Macy can wear whatever she wants on Saturdays. I apologize in advance to anyone whose birthday party we attend or anything because she has totally picked that out herself. But, um, but that's my disclaimer, and now you know. So, um, and if it's not possible to do, you can give them two choices. Say, do you want the red shirt or the blue shirt today? It can be a small thing, but it helps foster that in them. Um, and in addition to clothes or instead of, let them make choices like at meals. You can say, like, would you want carrots or corn with dinner tonight? It could be small things, but it does give them opportunities to express themselves and then become confident in making choices for themselves. And this one, I think, is the hardest, and people deal with this more as their children get older. But let your child know that they do not have to be like everyone else. This is hard when popularity becomes something your child desires, especially when they feel that they need certain clothes or even a certain car to fit in. As early as possible, distinguish needs from wants with your child. A need is something necessary to maintain important aspects of one's life, such as health, safety, or education. A want is understood to be any other objects that would be fun or enjoyable to have, but which are not necessary for the family's basic survival. For example, clothing is a need. However, a certain brand of clothing is a want. The need is something that protects one's skin from the elements, while the want is to look at a certain way or have a particular item. 2 Corinthians 6.17 tells us not to work so hard to fit in when we were called to be set apart. I think that's a good reminder for us moms as well. So in conclusion, God gave us all gifts to use according to his purpose. Whether we look exactly like someone else or not, God created us all as unique individuals and has a plan and a purpose for us all. Psalm 139, 13 through 16. Um, I'm typically a traditional girl when it comes to translations of the Bible, but I felt like the message had a particularly good translation of this. Oh, yes, you shaped me first inside, then out. You formed me in my mother's womb. I thank you, high God, your breathtaking. Body and soul, I am marvelously made. I worship in adoration. What a creation. You know me inside and out. You know every bone inside my body. You know exactly how I was made, bit by bit, how I was sculpted from nothing into something. Like an open book, you watched me grow from conception to birth. All the stages of my life were spread out before you. The days of my life all prepared before I'd even lived one day. So ladies, find your gifts and use your gifts and help your kids do the same. Thank you.